This is the KFDM Morning Show Podcast from the most watched morning team in Southeast Texas. Let's get you a look at what's happening in your headlines and update this morning. An additional accusation being made against a carnival ride operator who's in the Jefferson County Jail accused of a sex crime against a child. Prosecutors say he met with the girl at the 2019 Heritage Festival in Needle. According to the Jefferson County District Attorney's Office, 30-year-old Elfranco Fori is charged with online solicitation of a minor and forcing the girl to engage in sexual conduct for an audience of one or more people. And as the Morning Show's Angel San Juan reports, now another girl is coming forward claiming Four sexually assaulted her as well. Boston Avenue will soon be bustling with activity for the holiday season, as busy as it gets when the Nederland Heritage Festival sets up shop here during spring break each year, attracting lots of families to the stretch of road. But we're learning that during the festival in 2019, a predator possibly lurked among the crowds. The Jefferson County District Attorney's Office says this traveling carnival worker, El Franco Furry, committed sex crimes against a girl he met at the festival. She was either 12 or 13 at the time. Furry is in jail awaiting trial, but prosecutor Tatiana Zelezniak says a second person has made an outcry, a case the Nederland Police Department is now investigating. Allegedly, the, the suspect in the uh, sexual assault may have been one of the uh, ride operators from, from the, the carnival uh, group that was here. Uh, we, it came to fruition, I, I would say, around sometime around July of this year, and, and we're still involved uh, in, in looking into the case. Nederland Police Chief Gary Porter says he can't release much information at this point, but says this case is high priority. We make sure we do our, our due diligence to, uh, to uh, investigate all angles on this and, it, and find out if there is a viable criminal case that can be filed, and, and we'll, if we do, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll cross our T's and dots our eyes, dot all of our eyes, and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll refer it to the Jefferson County District Attorney's Office for prosecution. And while this investigation unfolds, Chief Porter encourages everyone not to let their guard down, no matter where they are. Even when you're in Needland at the Heritage Festival, which is a safe place, you still need to use common sense and about what you're doing, who you're talking to, who you give your phone number to, who you exchange messages with, and, and, and be cautious of, of people that you don't know. Forey is charged with online solicitation of a minor and forcing her to engage in sexual conduct for an audience of one or more people, with a second potential case possibly looming. Prosecutors fear more victims may be out there, and if so, they hope they come forward. Alfranco Fori is in the Jefferson County Jail on bonds totaling $500,000. Although his home address is in Winchester, Texas, authorities tell us he's a native of South Africa and he's also in custody on an immigration hold. We reached out to the lawyer who's supposed to be representing Fori, but we were unable to reach him as of news time. Also in Nederland, Nederland ISD officials confirm a student brought a pellet gun on one of the school campuses yesterday. Happened at Central Middle School. The school resource officer and Nederland police responded to the report. The principal says there was never a threat and the student will be punished. You can read her full letter on our website at kfdm.com. We're learning the identity of one of four people killed in a fiery crash in Jasper County. 19-year-old Kristen Crossan, a native of Jasper, and Vernon Parish, Louisiana, died early Monday morning. 
The funeral now set for Saturday afternoon in Jasper, according to our media partner, KJS Radio. She was in this car when DPS says it was traveling at a high speed on FM 252 near the Aaron community in Jasper County. The car crashed into a tree and burst into flames. Three others also died in the fiery crash. They have not yet been identified. Another deadly crash under investigation this morning. This one happening Tuesday night in Tyler County. It involved a motorcycle and a car. DPS says 36-year-old Glenn Matthews of Coons died about 6.30 Tuesday night when he tried to pass a car and lost control. His motorcycle struck a car heading east on FM 256 at the intersection of Highway 69. Matthews flown to Memorial Hermann Hospital in Houston. He did not survive his injuries. EMTs and EMRs are desperately needed due to the pandemic. Acadian Ambulance Service and the National EMS Academy partnering together to fill some of those positions. As the morning shows, Mellow Styles reports this morning, the two entities are offering seven-week courses that are fully funded and you'll be paid while you take the classes. The pandemic has cost a lot of businesses, employees, and the emergency medical field is no different. It's in high need of EMTs and EMRs. There's a, there's a nationwide shortage of EMTs and paramedics right now that are, you know, just creating staffing struggles for any EMS company in the, in the nation right now. So emergency ambulance companies like Acadian are teaming up with the National EMS Academy to help with the shortage. Uh, so we had to be proactive and take new steps to increase our staffing with, with qualified personnel. They go to class for six days and are completed in, they test and pass their national registry and they are, can become certified through the state of Texas after that. EMR Nick Carroll says it's good training and he and his co-workers could really use the help. So basically you learn how to assess patients, how to make contact with patients, uh, you learn trauma management, you know, splints, anything dealing with trauma. We're dealing with a shortness of staff right now so it's a lot of Picking up on extra shifts, it's a lot of calling in, it's a lot of overtime, it's a lot of uh, just real shorthanded. So that's why we're giving out the program now to help people get through and get certified. The program is fully funded and also pays $11 an hour while taking the course. The first session will only hold up to 30 spots and could fill up quickly. There will be multiple courses offered over the next few months. You can find the link to apply for the courses on our website at KFDM.com. During this season of giving, one local pantry getting some much-needed financial resources to carry out their mission of feeding Southeast Texans as we approach the Thanksgiving holiday. Krista Southeast Texas joined the spirit of giving by awarding a $100,000 grant to Market to Hope Food Pantry. It's a program operated by Catholic Charities. The food pantry operates differently than traditional pantries by offering clients the choice of picking food items they want and need, and their families are able to go into the store and shop for groceries based on their ethnic and cultural preferences. It comes as Southeast Texas faces food insecurities in the wake of the pandemic. There's nothing wrong with the traditional model. There is definitely a need for that. And, and hopefully those pantries will continue to, to be in existence. But it is so much of a help and helps to reduce food waste um, when people can select what they want. Market to Hope opens six days a week. It accommodates working families, so hours do vary. If you want more information, visit our website. That's kfdm.com.
And now your daily weather forecast from the Southeast Texas Weather Authority. I don't know about you. I was a little bit disappointed this morning, Jillian, when I got up and walked out. I just had these expectations. Yeah. Ooh, it's going to be chilly when I walked out. Yeah, all I saw was fog and felt the moisture. Yep. Yeah, didn't see any fog when I came in, but again, we're watching the front starting to move into the area. Already seeing a couple of showers this morning in Tyler County this morning. Go ahead and take a look at radar, and that's basically where the front is lined up. It's stretching from Milam back to Pineland, just north of Browndale, down towards Colmenil and Woodville. That's it for the rain. There's not really anything north or south of it, so as that works its way through, it's going to be hard pressed to see everybody seeing some showers. Might see a couple of rain showers in northern portions of our area between now and say 7 o'clock or so this morning. But after that, I think things will stay pretty quiet. Weather headlines cloudy and windy today, and that's going to keep temperatures much cooler this afternoon than what we saw yesterday with highs near 80. Mostly cooler tomorrow morning with temperatures in the 40s. And then not a bad weekend. We'll start out with some sunshine and then we'll add some clouds on Sunday before the rain moves in on Sunday night. There's a look at the big picture. You can kind of see how the front is lined up, stretching from southeast Arkansas across northern Louisiana, stretching back just north of Houston at this point. It's going to continue to move in and you can see the cloud cover back behind it that will be an issue for us throughout the day today. Upper 50s to lower 60s, that's what we're seeing in the lakes right now. Work our way into the triangle, still middle to upper 60s, although 61 at Shangri-La and at Bridge City, 66 currently in Winnie. Here's how your day planner plays out. A couple of showers this morning, 20% coverage, but it's mostly cloudy through the day today. 71, that's expected to be the high temperature, and then I think things slowly fall through the afternoon. Yeah, the other factor yesterday were the winds. Will yeah. we have that again today? We will. We'll see some gusts up over 30 in, in some areas again this afternoon. All right, rain chances. Pretty skinny there. Pretty skinny. Sure. Yep. All right. Thanks for listening. Join us again tomorrow for the KFDM Morning Show Podcast.